0: exciting episode of the transatlantic podcast my name is kat i am a british trans woman and this is a show where we talk about uh, transgender topics from across the pond from each other who are you
1: i am luxander an american transmasculine non-binary genderqueer person i guess there's a lot of labels there pick and choose
0: yeah uh, well, this is the big hero's comeback after me dropping the ball and not posting anything for a month. This yeah. will come out after that other one. But it's been, it's been a busy time in, in my life. And what can I say? Um, I was in Sweden for a bit. And then Lux was at Convergence. And then I just messed up a few times. Yeah, so
1: We both we both happened. dropped the ball. It, it's okay. I think that they'll forgive
0: yeah. us. Uh, well, I hope so. Oh, my anyway. goodness.
1: Cat, I don't know if I told mm. you this, but I met someone at Convergence um, the very first oh. day, the first panel, um, like the first panel slot. I was moderating yeah. uh, called Breaking into YouTube, and someone came up to me after the panel who knew me from the podcast. I was oh, like, wow. "What? Yeah!" I thought it was so <laughs> awesome. So I figured I'd share that. Yeah. And and do a, and I a do wave. I know this person? Uh, I I don't know. I Dropping don't. <laughs> I don't think that they told me their name. I remember seeing it, like, on their badge, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, it was a feminine name. Fine. But, yeah, uh, yeah if you, you know who you are, t- like, Twitter yeah. at us or something.
0: Drop us a say line. Hi. Say yeah. yeah, say hi. Say whatever you want to say. Say other things. Tell us to bugger off if you want to. That's always fun. Um, so this week we we're going to answer some listener questions, and then if we have time, we're going to talk about Doctor Who because we're both Whovians and I'm British so I'm kind of how to be, you, you get a draft when you turn 18 and you have to watch <laughs> Doctor Who and uh, so I did that and I like it a lot so we're going to talk about that and how it does or does not intersect with trans topics depending on who you ask I suppose um, yeah. yeah so should I just start by reading an email do we want to do this one from the, about the parents or should I just ignore that one uh, where, I don't, Did you
1: find the question about the parents? I did. Uh,
0: um, we can sure. answer briefly, I suppose. I just want to say
1: really quickly <laughs> that everybody's going to have to be okay with me making the sounds of recovering from sickness. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to be all up on my mic, but there might be coughing I'm sure they'll, and or I'm sure they'll be smorting. very forgiving. Yeah, it <laughs> might be a little bit gross, so.
0: Don't worry. I, I'm not in the best way right now either. It's fine. I was I drank a lot last Is this night. It's just a
1: test of your editing skills.
0: Exactly. So, yes. like, yeah, last night I went out. I can't remember what happened towards the end. I got home somehow. I messaged a lot of people some very weird things that don't make any sense. I posted on Instagram a picture of a concealed carry email I got because I thought it was a funny joke about having a penis. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I found, like, a, a white rose that someone apparently gave me on the way home. I, I don't know. What's my life become? That anyway. it's uh, a weird day. Um, just for the record, guys, um, I don't know whether you anyone wants their names read out on this podcast. So uh. I'm going to assume no one does just because so we don't offend anyone. But if you do want your name read out, then just let us know in the email. And, uh, yeah, I think that's an easier way to do it. Than yeah,
1: specify action. if you want to be yeah. anonymous or not.
0: Yeah, apart from one person who I know personally, who I, 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 I'm just going to say her name anyway because I want to call her a cuck live on air. Cool. Um, okay, we got a quick question here from someone on Facebook. They said, um, uh, maybe you answered this in a previous podcast. Um, I'm a male at birth and MTF, and everyone knows I'm trans. I'm my new name besides my parents. I live on my own, and I'm financially secure. I'm having a really hard time coming out to them. My mum's very religious, and my dad is not as much. How did you come out to your parents, or what have you heard heard done in coming out to your parents? I could really use some help here. Um, that was about a month ago, so very sorry for not <laughs> getting through to it sooner. Uh, but, not to mention
1: however long it's going to take for this episode to act- actually go up.
0: yeah. no one pay attention to what date it is when these go up even
1: though in the
0: last one we we made it very dated by telling them exactly when we recorded it
1: yeah I was Um. about to spoil it Uh, but maybe I won't
0: it's okay Um, yeah I think we did answer this one yeah
1: I mean we did an episode about coming out Um, I don't know that we touched on the religious aspect as much Um, did you have any
0: particular hurdles with that? I don't think so because I don't think I think my parents are both very liberal people and my dad's not religious but my mum is. She honestly I think she had a harder time with the religiously with me coming out as agnostic slash atheist than with the trans stuff because it's not actually doesn't actually intersect with religion like at all mm-hmm. if you think about it. Um, not that I've heard of anyway. For all I know, I've got a lot of Catholic family and I, if they're talking, saying bad shit about me, don't say it to my face. So if they have problems with me religiously. I just have no idea about it but they seem pretty cool with it but then again I live in the UK and which is a much less religious country especially like it's got a lot fewer fundamentalists too so I don't know if that would maybe if I was American she would have reacted differently but
1: I don't remember Um, having any particular religious pushback sorry were you going to add something
0: no I was going to try and throw it over to your end
1: okay (laughs) cool (laughs) That was a good volley. Anyway, um, I didn't have a really, like, religious pushback, at least not that I had to deal with personally. Like, my dad sort of was the buffer between me and the members of my family that would have had a religious problem or, like, I mean, honestly, like, I kind of just dump family members just super yeah. easily. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I, I feel strongly towards, like, my dad and, like, my stepmom and my sisters and my brother, but, like, my mom and literally... Anyone else outside of that circle is like, no, I, I just don't care like that much. Yeah. So
0: I think it's a, yeah, you know, I think it's a tricky thing to deal with because I know a lot of people on like say Reddit when people are saying talk, complaining that their family members are being transphobic, the first thing they say is get out of there and move and leave. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a lot harder than people make out. Like especially if you've got no money. And at the same time, like if they come around, then they're and you cut them out your life. You don't give them the chance to learn. Not that I'm excusing their behavior. But I think you need to give time for people to come around.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, sometimes it does yeah. just take time. There's a certain yeah. like, degree of stuff that's acceptable and like, a degree where you've crossed a line, which I had, unfortunately, a, a, a thing with a family member. Not like a blood family member, but you know someone's in a relationship with someone who's very close to me and they said something very uncool. Um, about trans people trans women in particular and like that relationship is probably irreparably damaged the rest of my family I just haven't bothered with I don't know and my mother like because she's trying to get back in my good graces is like the magical pronoun fairy that everybody (laughs) wishes that their mom was so I have a very atypical experience I think
0: that's cool my
1: parents are quite young also like 18 and 15 years older than me
0: I thought we would say they're 18. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
1: No, no, no. Time travelers. <laughs> I was just, inst- I was like, instead of saying, like, my dad was 18 when I was born and my mom was 15 when I was born, I was like, they are 18 yeah. and 15 years older than me.
0: That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Thank you. That would be awkward. <laughs> I
1: would be older than my parents. <laughs> yeah. the, there would be time paradoxes and all kinds of crazy nonsense.
0: It's like, it's a Doctor Who situation for sure. Okay. Um... Should we move on to another question? Uh, um, yeah, well, we talked about
1: me? this in the coming out episode a bit, and uh, the religious thing you need to be really, really, really careful about is all I have really to say on that. Um, yeah, if if it suits you, write a letter. Uh, it's best to do it like individually, so like don't come out to both of your parents at the same time necessarily. Make sure that you feel safe. If you think that you're going to get kicked out, make sure that you have like some arrangements set up for you so they you can have somewhere to go and you know just really think over how each person is going to respond and tailor your coming out to that person's personality and that's all i can give you
0: i think that's pretty concise advice cool. um next email is from a friend of the show naomi hello naomi i was going to call you a uh, beta kirk but mm-hmm. um i didn't and now i'm referring to calling it you so i've basically done it yeah um yeah, so Keep that's that's, that's, what, that's what you are. You're, you're a beer cook. Um, <laughs> she says, um, What is your opinion on the word tranny being used by drag queens? I would like to suggest that it's okay for RuPaul, other drag queens, and cross-dressers to use the word tranny. The shortening of transvestite to tranny makes as much sense as shortening transsexual to tranny. I don't know which abbreviation the word originally came from, but I'm going to guess transvestite. I would also argue that the word is commonly used as a slur against drag queens and cross-dressers in public. The general public is mostly unaware of the difference, and so any kind of drag queen slash cross-dresser slash trans person is likely to have it used against them in a negative way. I understand there is a difference in privilege between choosing to dress as a woman rather than being trans and feeling like you have to, but if it's all about privilege, should passing trans women who don't get called trying to be allowed to use it? If drag queens can't, but all trans women can, you could have a situation where a drag queen who is regularly harassed is not allowed to use it, whilst a passing trans woman who doesn't have trouble is allowed to. Maybe you feel the word shouldn't be used at all. I think it can be empowering to use it, and it's kind of the self-deprecating humor thing that can help people cope. I would say that anyone using it in a negative way is not cool. However, I don't see the problem with RuPaul calling himself a tranny or using other such words in a non-aggressive way. Thank you. Love, Naomi. Um, yeah, so do you want to have a take on this? Or uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, we, I think that we covered a lot of this uh, fairly in-depth fairly in, depth in uh, episode 11, the one where we talk about drag, Um, Mm. my, my opinion hasn't really changed on that. And my opinion isn't changed by this person's view of, of the term, you know, applying to transvestites as opposed to like transgender women. Um, yeah, I still am firmly of the opinion that cisgender identified people should not use it at all. And yeah, I personally just really don't like to use it. Um, So, I don't know. Like, I think that if trans women want to reclaim it, that's one thing, but I don't like to see it normalized in other parts of the LGBT community, especially because cis gay men have a tendency to take advantage of, like, they take advantage of and receive the most help from all of these, like, you know— Quote unquote LGBT organizations that you know yeah ultimately end up catering to cis gay men and then cis women lesbians and then bisexuals and then trans people, yeah, and then there's of course all the intersections of race and everything but yeah i'm I'm still firmly of the opinion that that he should not do that
0: yeah, I think it's tricky because. Obviously, words change their meaning in this one. Like, it's more more directly transphobic than referring to cross-dressers these days. Mm. But, like, some of them do get called it. And, like, I guess the same thing, like, if, you, if a white person gets called the N-word, it doesn't give them the right to reclaim it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's historically, we've all been grouped together. So it's kind of intermingled and sort of uh, a lot of the public's a, little, a, a hard time, like, untangling the idea that... Um, cross-dressers and drag queens and trans people aren't all one and the same so I think we can agree on as much as like say RuPaul shouldn't be calling a trans person a tranny but I'm s- kind of sympathetic the idea that if they're being called it all the time that they'd want to use it in a self-deprecating way but I'm still not sure how I feel about it honestly
1: yeah I'm, I'm sure that it probably depends on individuals um, and that, you know, everybody has a different experience, but I, I, I personally, I agree that there's like a lot of conflation between the two groups of like drag queens slash crossdressers and trans women. And I think that like the use of that slur by cisgender identified drag queens continues to muddy the water. Especially since, yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We, everybody already knows my opinions. We went we went in-depth about this before. Sure, sure. There's no way. You have a good point, though. Yeah. You have a good point,
0: though. I do think, like, because if you do, if, so, if, so if drag queens do, and cross-dresses are reclaiming it, that would make it harder for people to disentangle their ideas about what trans people are. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's my fundamental
1: issues with drag, also. But, so, that factors in, like, a little bit. But, anyway.
0: That was basically yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I She asked me this in person a few months ago, and I just sort of looked at the wall for a bit, and I was like, an interesting question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know
0: what to say. Yeah. <laughs> you stumped me. Um, so that's the thing. Um, so... Yeah. Do you want to uh, move on to Reese's question? Oh, I just, I'll, I'll together it out. There's a <laughs> lot more questions by the person I, I will now get rid of my, that in editing that I said this person's name.
1: Oh, I was going <laughs> to do it anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, please.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, I, I figured like I'll read some of it and then like we'll address individual questions as they pop up. Yeah. Try to this do was it especially sort of especially Yeah, I mean, there's just a a lot of different questions on a bunch of different topics, um, some of which we've talked about, but some of which we have not. So Reese says, hi, just wanted to say I only found your podcast the other day. It's crazy how much I relate to so much of the stuff in it. Literally half my blog sounds like a script for your podcast. I'm not quite done with all of the episodes yet. Only four to go. Cool. Um, Yeah. Do you plan to ever expand and have guests? Um, Yes, I'm pretty sure that we do.
0: At yeah, some point, eventually.
1: We're not, like, opposed to it. There's just no active search at, at the present, so...
0: Yeah, given how ske- hard scheduling is in two different time zones, guesting is something that's kind of... We'd have to plan it quite far in advance, probably. Yeah. Um. Not that it can't happen. Like, I'd love to have, like, some, like, maybe, like, foxfish or something on here eventually. Um. Some, some YouTube personalities, maybe spread the word. Spread yeah. the good word. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky to do that sort of thing. Not that we're opposed to it. And, I, like, as the show goes on, obviously, like, you find more things to do. And it, an easy way to do that is to get guests. In, well, I say easy. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. But it's inevitable. It's an inevitable thing, If you, you know. If we continue doing this and have a growing audience, we will eventually expand. Um, I, I have found that other trans-related podcasts that I've tried to listen to are just, like, they're lacking in a lot of ways for me. So, uh, yeah.
0: punch, punchy. <laughs> I,
1: I didn't say anything about anything specific at all. Uh, <laughs> I actually talk about a podcast that I love all the time on this podcast. So, you but that's, that's true. That's acceptable. Like being as bad as it is in the ways that it's bad because I watch it. It's not a podcast yeah. that I just listen to anyway. Um, so yeah, guess It's like, yeah, eventually, basically. Yeah. Um, All right. This one. Occasionally sex is talked about, but I'm not sure that it really came up about dating in general and how that is affected. And then and then they say and work. So let's take those. Let's (laughs) take those two separately.
0: Uh, And work first, because I'm not sure what that means. uh, Like sex work or regular work?
1: I guess.
0: uh, Or maybe if they're asking us to work, like we need to strut our stuff. (laughs) Which is also a thing we could do. Work it.
1: Anyway. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to understand this question. So, uh, I, they say, they say that they don't know if we've talked about it when we were talking about dating and how sex is affected by transition, I think. did we
0: talk about dating?
1: I think that we may have briefly talked about dating, um kind of as a, like, we need to have an in-depth episode about this kind of thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you've talked about your ex-girlfriend a bunch. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I guess, do we want to talk about how sex is affected by transness or hormones? Or, like, I feel like both of us are relatively inactive in that regard. I think
0: this is, this is the problem, is that we're not we haven't been having enough sex Even between, between, yeah. between the two of us And you know,
1: let me tell you It's not for any lack of trying on my part <laughs> And it's starting to get really annoying
0: It's a little bit for lack of trying on my part But, eh. <laughs> but also not um, Sex, I mean I've had sex with like one person Since I broke up with my ex And since transitioning So I don't know Like, I don't really have a very good perspective on this Um mm-hmm. It's different. I'm not sure how things work in my crotch area anymore, <laughs> like, at all. Like, I'm not a fan of using... I'm not being a fan of using it in the past. I only realized that once everything came together. And so, I, I mean, I like doing stuff to other people, but I'm less of a fan of stuff being done to me, I think, at the moment. But I don't know that, because I haven't done enough to know.
1: That's fair. Yeah. I, I just know that, like, my libido went up, and... My propensity for needing visual stimulus went up.
0: And I had the exact opposite. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah. It's pretty good. My my depression and everything is back to a point where I'm like either hypersexual or not at all sexual. And it's like intrinsically tied to my self esteem for some stupid ass reason. So,
0: yeah. It's
1: cool. Yeah.
0: I have so, uh, yeah, my self esteem issues keep me from. What, feeling sexy and stuff like that
1: too. Yeah, I think that ultimately, like, when we have a, a podcast episode dedicated to talking about sex, it's going to ultimately end up being about, like, our view of our own bodies and, like, the reasons why like, us feeling unsexy makes us less likely to want to be sexy with other people. Yeah. So, that's a whole thing, though. Whole thing.
0: Yeah. And, and, and in interest of full disclosure, they do ask about dating. i not been on many dates either, like, at all. I am on Tinder, so if you do think I'm sexy, hit me up. But.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, like, lol, because, like, who knows? Who knows how many crazies there are out there, and then they find your picture and shit.
0: And it's, like, two miles away. I don't care about you. I don't find you attractive. Don't message (laughs) me.
1: (laughs) I, You know what's really silly and kind of messed up is. uh, yeah. I had myself set to, like, include in searches for men for a really long time. And I was having a really hard time, like, meeting or talking to women. And then I recently changed it because of my weird feelings about my gender and because of curiosity. I switched it to, like, include me in searches for women. And then I was also still searching for women, but coming up with results, obviously, where they were interested in women. And, like, I got, like, three matches immediately. And I, like, went to like, went to meet someone in person. We just kind of, like, took a walk downtown. Yeah. But um, they were like, oh, do you want to hang out sometime? And I was like, cool, yeah, probably. Like, yeah. so that's a thing. But then, like, we're both really spotty about responding. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to
0: happen there. So yeah. I'm yeah, just I've annoyed. Seen trans, I've seen trans guys on lesbian Tinder, and I'm a bit confused
1: It's, about it. it's just because I don't, it's
0: because women don't want to look
1: for men. It's, like, literally, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And I cannot blame them.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, I've never had searches for men on on apps, so I don't know how... That's why I never experienced that firsthand, thank God. Yeah. I know. Being a trans person on dating sites can be a bit um, dick-picky, I think.
1: Yeah, unless... Yeah, pretty much, yeah, unless you just don't engage with that half of the population.
0: If you're on Cupid, you can select, um, don't include, like, um, you can, select, you can tick a box that says no straight people. Yeah. Which is pretty cool.
1: It's very convenient.
0: And you can use that.
1: Um. um and work. And work. <laughs> 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 I mean, I was stealth yes. for a while at one yes, job. Yes, work. <laughs> and, the, and then I wasn't stealth at the next job. And then yeah. people were talking shit about me behind my back. And now I'm not still at the current job that I have And I don't know or care if people Don't like me I'm not yeah. going to deal with being misgendered So
0: mm-hmm. Most That's people listen to me at my, my workplace But I am in a university so it's a very liberal environment
1: Well I mean and I like live the- in a pretty liberal town And I work for a housecle- house cleaning company With yeah. like A personal family friend As one of the management people there So it's pretty, pretty legit Cool
0: Yeah, yeah. Work is fine, it's all good.
1: Sometimes it's all good. it sucks, baby,
0: baby. Yeah, <laughs> there are some people obviously who don't you who could be nicer about it, but you know you can't force people to live in the twenty first century. Um, yeah. you know, I've some people like the same kind of people that will make off the hand things that sound kind of transphobic. Sort of same people that like. Occasionally spout casual racism. I don't, don't think they ever mean to do it. It's just the way they are, I guess. Not that that's mm-hmm. an excuse for it. So doesn't mean they're spiteful. They just come across mean and abrasive.
1: Um, okay. Reese says, I haven't noticed yet. If you talked about meeting people like groups for LGBT or how that can be difficult for people who don't live near a city or like a big city... Uh, for example, someone in the mid-slash-upper-midwest-USA, upper like me. Um, uh, there's, like, meetup.com. Yeah, if, you don't, if you don't live near a big city, you might just have to deal with the fact that you can only meet up with your group, like, once every other month and, like, take yeah. a big drive,
0: mm.
1: unfortunately. There's Facebook
0: groups for LGBT people, too, if you want to go on there. Yep, it depends always. on how social you are, especially online. Um, like online gaming can be really good if you're into, like, say, League of Legends or World of Warcraft or something like that to meet people, just to have someone to talk to. Although, I don't know how good that'd be for like meeting people in person. There's like Transgamers Reddit and stuff like that, if you want to do something on there. But I don't know. Um, if you live near a university, most universities have um, societies and stuff you can go to. Like, LGBT societies, most universities have an LGBT society. But if you're in a small town, that's a lot less likely to work. I've always lived in big cities, so I'm not too equipped to give advice on that. Mm -hmm. But there are places you can go to meet gay people and trans people, and, you know, you won't always get along with them, because people are people, and there's going to be twats in every group. But... (laughs) If you want to see if you like them, there's, there's meetup.com and online gaming and things like that. Um, you might have to drive and drive a long way to some see people sometimes, but, you know, humans generally need social interaction. So if you have to make that sacrifice for the good of your health, I'd say do it.
1: Yep, totally agreed. Like, I mean, you can always start online. You can, you can use Meetup or you can even go to, like, OkCupid in a, like, looking for friends... Uh, like, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, online is the easiest way or literally just go to the nearest big city and, they're, to, like, find their most popular gay bar and go there and just, like, yeah. chill. Or, like, hmm. or just go out and start doing things that you like to do and sometimes you'll just run into wild queers. It has happened yeah. before. I had yeah. it happen recently. It's- and I was like, whoa, holy shit.
0: It does depend a little where you live as well, how easy that stuff is. Because the Midwest, yeah. right? That's kind of there's there's a few, there's a bit of there's a lot of homophobia, transphobia still around there, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I live in the Midwest, so
0: yeah, I'm not sure what the Midwest means in terms of just like like I know my American geography a little bit, but like I'm not familiar with casual terms like the Midwest and stuff like that. So
1: okay, I'm pretty sure that like, okay, like the easternmost border of like Missouri, I'm pretty sure that that whole line is the Mississippi River if I remember correctly. Right. Uh, so the Midwest tends to be it refers to like anything that's like Oklahoma North uh, like from Oklahoma up and like Minnesota is kind of stretching it if you're talking about the Midwest and then yeah. like you know it stops on the east at the like Mississippi River and then on in the west. I th- I see I don't even, I don't think that the that even like colorado counts so much as the midwest
0: i mean too far west right at that point it, it it's a bit far and
1: like they have such different topography that i think that yeah. it's different of it, it's called a different region so yeah I it's it i mean
0: I, yeah i guess it doesn't have to make any sense like the line between north and south and britain is like ridiculously it's weird angu- diagonal and makes no sense yeah my country is uh, <laughs> so weird yeah um, I only remember the term because I remember when we did the Sasquatch interview fucking years ago for Teen Skeptic. I just did say uh-huh. that the Sasquatch was from Iowa, and um, that was in the Midwest, apparently. So I know Can
1: that. confirm. Still smells like shit every single time I drive through the state of Iowa. <laughs> which is multiple times a year now.
0: The whole of Iowa?
1: Like, basically the whole state. It's, right. it's because of when I go. Like when right. It's because they're fertilizing their fields and, and stuff. During the summer, you,
0: you heard it here first. I you smell like poo, and it's just there's nothing you can do about it. What I'm is sorry. wrong
1: with your state, your whole state, <laughs> and forcing us to put ethanol in our tanks?
0: Wait, what? <laughs> anyway. Really?
1: Uh, there's like unleaded, and then there's like an unleaded with more ethanol in it that's like drastically cheaper. Uh, so that it's like sort of penalizing you for using like 87 octane. You-
0: I thought you meant, like, water tanks, so, like, when you pour water out, it's just got alcohol in it, which should make for very interesting conversations. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's not what you meant. Uh. No, it is not. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I'm bad with humor right now.
0: It's okay. Um, where were we in this email? <laughs> uh,
1: basically, like, uh, go online. Like, meeting people online is easy, uh, or you might have to just travel. Um, to meet people, unfortunately. But, you know, work on it. Cultivate a friend group. And
0: And work? And work?
1: We we already said that. (laughs) I hope that's something that we remember so that it can be an inside (laughs) joke. And work? (laughs) And work? Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that train of thought, have you experienced transphobia? And Reese says, uh, I hate that word, but it's the one people use. From LGBT groups, more slash less than expected. Uh, so why would you
0: hate the word transphobia? Uh,
1: be, well, I think that it's because phobia is a pathology, and transphobia and homophobia are not pathologies. They're like because like arachnophobia, for example, like describes like a literal pathological uh, diagnosis. Um, that' right. it's, it's like more appropriate. Uh, to say, like, cis-sexism, uh, yeah, if you're, so it be if like you're being like academic trans- about it. Do I oh, sex- Yes, it's,
0: it's like transism or something.
1: Uh, he- heteros- heterosexism would be, in, like, homophobia. Um, cis-sexi- right. Cis-sexism would stand in for transphobia. Um, and, like, heterosex- heterosexism would be talking about both issues.
0: That's a long word. I see why yes, it's transphobia. It <laughs>
1: Uh, but I understand why people—it's the same reason that people don't like, you know, people don't like to throw around the word stupid anymore or say that stuff is lame or use terminology like, are you blind? And, like, I I get it. It's it's the trying to reduce ableism, I think. Um, yeah. I think okay. is why people don't like that word. But anyway, uh, have we experienced any transphobia from LGBT groups uh or like more or less than we expected to?
0: Um, yes. Yeah. More than expected. Um, not so much that I would stop going to LGBT groups. But basically the people I get harassed by most are gay people and homeless people. Um, so like in a gay homeless group, I'd probably get harassed all the time. Okay. But <laughs> there's a lot of transphobia in the gay community, like a lot more than you'd think. And even if you know that that's going to be, it's still surprising when it comes up. And I don't know if I want to get into it, because we've talked about this a couple of times, I think. But yeah, there's not, there's some very not nice people about that sort of thing in those kind of groups. And I've told that story before about like me getting kicked out of the bathroom in the gay bar and things like that. Yeah. Um, it's just a thing you deal with because you have to. Not that you shouldn't have to, but if you want to meet other LGBT people, unfortunately, every group in any society, there's going to be some knobheads. And it just so happens that these knobheads are transphobic. And maybe they'll come around. And some people do. You know, the world's slowly coming around. Maybe they'll stop.
1: Some people just don't know and might need to be, like, just educated, which is why we do this podcast, and it's why that sure. I why I do YouTube and all that. Um, I personally... Uh, I wouldn't say that I've experienced transphobia from from LGBT groups. I would yeah. say that I have experienced um, I, I have experienced dismissal on the basis that I have been presumed cis male by trans people and feminists um, in general. So, and I know that I've talked about that before, so I don't, I'm not going to go into it really. Um,
0: Evil feminists. I
1: I, I got pushback on things I didn't expect to get pushback on, I think is probably the best way to say what my experience has been. And it's not strictly LGBT groups. It's the broader like feminist SJW LGBT secular community, like this particular circle of mine. My friends list is now below 200, and part of that is me oh, wow. culling, and part of that is other people culling me. So, it's cool.
0: Oh. Uh, I, I have a complex about that sort of thing. I'd never delete anyone just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, yeah. You never know. What if I'm, what, I need friends. <laughs> would you say that those, that those people were um, SJW um, or you... uh
1: I would call them snowflakes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. With,
1: with Without irony, probably.
0: <laughs> okay, I was trying to be ironic, but cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if I'm joking or not half the time, yeah, especially, yeah. like, I'm sick. So it's like, That's ah, right. that might have been humor, but it might have been a little bit insidious. I don't know.
0: You let the <laughs> Just move to it.
1: It's like yeah. D. Okay. It's like D being, like, you know, it was going to be my inheritance money anyway after I got rid of, you know, all the other people and, like, yeah. Dennis... <laughs> Dennis is like, "Are you saying you were gonna kill me?" She's like, "I didn't say that." No, it's, it's Frank, and he's like, "You didn't say yeah. you weren't going to." That's me right now. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I feel like we basically addressed that question pretty thoroughly.
0: We did. Now I'm just picturing that scene on the on the um, in the New, on the Jersey Shore one where um, where where Frank tries to eat Mac.
1: Oh God! Yeah. Rum ham.
0: <laughs> My rum ham. Oh, God. That's such a good one.
1: Okay. <laughs> it is. I love, I love that episode. I feel so bad yeah. for Charlie. Anyway. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: do you ever revisit topics, e.g. visibility, like when a new commercial for beer comes out and has a trans woman? Uh, is that the thing that happened? Yeah. I'll explain it to you in a second. Um, okay. and And I'll just add the end of the end of the question is do you feel like that is genuine or just a tactical ploy to get more people on their side than they lose um so we do we will probably inevitably revisit topics um because first of all it's very early on and there's only so many trans things that you can talk about and then of course we'll branch out into other stuff like movie reviews or whatever but it's always going to be from the same perspective so the same stuff is always going to come up like it's you know in different flavors, but in general, we're probably always gonna have like the same issues, like about visibility, uh, as you mentioned in your question. Um, Agreed. So, cat now. I, I so probably I probably just need to like send you the link at some point. Um, but th- it was a Heineken commercial, and yeah. I, you may have seen it once I start to explain the setup to you, but it was basically like three different situations in which they brought two strangers together who were, uh, like, they were asked questions about, like, some polarizing opinion that they had, and then they were told to, like, uh, like, for the sake of this experiment or whatever, which ended up being a commercial, um, like, working together to uh, build, like, a bar set up, basically, yeah. um, and, like, chit-chatting with each other and, like, getting to know one another without broaching those serious topics. And then, like, yeah. they finish the bar and there's, like, two Heinekens on the bar waiting for them. And then they put up, a, like, a projection or whatever of each of the two people saying, like, what it is about them that was polarizing. And the trans woman was basically just talking about being alive. And yeah. the, the man that they paired her up with was, like, a middle-aged white man who in his video which they played in front of both of them so they're standing there awkwardly um yeah what he was like i don't i just don't understand it it's like weird and unnatural and like so of course like taking take into account that this was a white cis passing trans woman as well yeah um but it it was largely agreed that it was like super fucking not cool um yeah. to spring that especially if they weren't like like if these are people who weren't paid actors and
0: yeah,
1: you know shame on her agent or whoever the fuck got her this job because that was ridiculous yeah. and it's kind of funny because right at the end like after uh, there's like another video that plays that's, or like they're over the loudspeaker like you can sit down and you know have a beer and talk about this issue or you know you can leave and the guy yeah. like jokingly turns around to leave and then like turns yeah. back around and and like you can see her face like go from like horrified and deflated to like
0: yeah
1: okay maybe this is okay we can have a conversation about this he knows that I'm trans now that was yeah. not the plan um, so yeah that's what happened and that's super weird yeah it was super weird and honestly like I because I don't know the details of the situation I have to assume that on like that it's trying to present a true and honest ad in terms of saying like we brought together two strangers. The other two people, by the way, were two 20-something-year-old white males who disagreed over climate change. Right. And, and, and there might have been a third one, but I don't remember what it was because um, it wasn't prominent in the commercial. But, yeah, so I thought that it was super fucked up of, of Heineken and of whoever it is in charge of, like, hiring people. And, like, whoever came up with that, like, just, it was very short-sighted in terms of what impact that would have on, like, a trans, like, just the complete, they don't have to think about what it's like to be trans. They don't know what it's like to be trans. Like, yeah, just being randomly outed to somebody who you just met who is in the, literally, the highest power rank above you. Yeah. And, like, is a physical danger to you. Like, I don't know. It was just irresponsible in my opinion and it was a shitty tactical ploy um to address the actual question i don't I, it might have been meant genuinely but yeah. i do think it was a tactical ploy and a poorly executed one at that
0: i would agree with you but i've only heard it from your perspective so i can't really speak to that
1: yeah i'll just i'll send you the video when we get done with the recording sure. and you can watch it yourself and yeah yeah um I like is the that... taste of Heineken, which is why that sucks. It might be Heineken's alright. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Are there any questions? No, I don't think there was any more. Not, questions in, the, not in this one, though. This... No. And this
0: person has a blog that you can read if you want to. Um,
1: um, yeah, if you want to, ch- I check out Reese's blog. Uh, is it a blog? Yeah. It says blog. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm I'm like, I can't focus. Um. It's www.thecaptains.blog slash blog dash posts slash personal. And uh, maybe we'll include it in the show notes. We appreciate you yeah. asking questions, Reese. Maybe. And don't feel bad about, you know, th- them not being good questions because clearly we milked, like, an entire half an hour out of you. So thank you.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I do. I do have to say... To the emailer. You made a post about our podcast and you said, I don't agree with everything said. That's, not, that's, not, that's just not good enough. You need to agree with everything we say. Yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. Because we're super cool and right. And we're never wrong. Yes. And we're beyond perfection. Yep. Yeah.
1: We've reached that's God it, mode.
0: We, how we have. We are gods. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can come and join us in our trans heaven or wherever trans people go, where they die. Hell that probably. was
1: depressing. <laughs> oh god.
0: <laughs> oh, I wanted that to laugh. Awful.
1: I wanted to laugh like really loud, but I'm gonna start coughing like so bad.
0: I I, I I'm gonna have to leave that one in. I'm sorry. That was that was oh, not. That, that was, was so was solid. A, oh. That was a dark joke. <laughs>
1: that was so solid, though. You better keep that joke in. Oh. <laughs> okay
0: oh shit all right yeah that's gonna blow out my mic
1: yeah uh, <laughs> just just for one quick second pause
0: yeah thank you thank there you, you. Thank round you. of applause for you <laughs> self-deprecation it takes you to get too far it's this <laughs> the british way <laughs> okay hey here's another email from friend of the show and beta cook naomi hi um hey friends What is your opinion on trans-trenders? Do you think it's a real thing? Um, Yeah. I know that there are a lot of other kin on online forums and stuff like that, so it's not a stretch, probably, to think that there are some out there. Um, And she signed this Natsumi, but I know it's really you. You can't fool me. Um, (laughs) Although I did laugh a lot when I saw the name. Trans-trenders. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Uh, I don't think it's a thing I don't either I've been wrong before And yeah. usually when I When I say anything's not a thing Usually there's like an exception at some point Because obviously humans are complicated But Yeah It's
1: like a sociological thing Like there's, okay, the likelihood That a given person who says That they are trans is doing it For trend purposes Is like so low as to be negligible compared to the importance of acknowledging and recognizing trans people for being who they are. So like, if trans trenders were a thing that existed and I saw it in person or, you know, you know what I mean? If I came across it online, I would be like, what the fucking fuck is this? And I would be, you know, rightfully upset, I think. But I, I just don't think that it's a phenomenon in the way that people think that it is, or they view any non-binary identity as being a trans trend or uh, any relation of other kin to trans identities as being trans trending. You know, it, it, like to some people, no matter what, like, like my, my identity, for example, being non-binary and like kind of hard to quantify with specific language, I am always going to be, like, what they would view as a trans-trender, just like how people, like, talk shit on Riley Dennis and claimed that she wasn't on HRT or she wasn't transitioning, and, like, even though she had publicly said that she was going to, you know, just, like, people, yeah. people will attack you for whatever they can, and honestly, like, I, th- I feel like trans-trender is a way for binary-identified trans people to be true scummy and feel superior to non-binary people.
0: I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem is not that... The question isn't shouldn't really be do trans-trenders exist? Because even if they did, the problem with people pointing it out, if it is true, when people do point it out, um, truly or not, is that it de it, um, de-emphas- it It encourages um, people viewing transgender topics as sort of frivolous. Yeah. And I think the the acknowledgement of trans even if they exist, kind of does a disservice to trans people. So, like, at worst, at best, like, we should probably just ignore them if they exist, because they're not a big enough problem. They should be taken away if they do exist, which I don't think they do.
1: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: I, don't th- I don't know if she wants us to read the other one Because it's just a joke We'll just, but...
1: we'll just go without it for now <laughs> It's okay
0: I really mean, tend to Because it's just like Just, just for the line I hit. Also I heard a cat, major cut by a dude that owns a castle Just saying If I were her I'd probably run myself through with a kitchen knife But I doubt she has the balls because she's too much of a pussy Probably has a nice pair of balls though Yep yeah.
1: Nice I think that's enough You had a
0: gem <laughs> You you're had your time me. in the spotlight. You had
1: your moment, Nene.
0: Miss Nabokov. Wish Three times. Ha- if it is your real name, which is Shunk- definitely Shunk, not. Because yeah. it says your name next to it.
1: <laughs> Lol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so you got your spot. I, I hope you're happy. And, and Well, less happy because I did sort of not play Castle Crash with you earlier to record this podcast. And I'm sorry. But it was worth it. We have um, a schedule to stick to. Exactly. Yeah, you got to keep time. You got to keep your appointments. That's how you. That's how you become a mass negotiator. Exactly. Um. I don't know why I said that. Um. Do we want to talk about Doctor Who?
1: Yeah, I feel like sometimes we run as long as like an hour twenty. Like, and we probably won't need more than like fifteen minutes to go over
0: this. Honestly. Um, it's basically just a question in of itself, really. Right. So.
1: Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I had somebody ask me before. Okay, so uh, everybody already knows because who the fuck knows when this uh, podcast is actually going out. uh, But the doctor is being regenerated into a female body this time. And there is established canon for this happening. uh, Spoilers with the master regenerating as uh, um, Missy. Missy and seeming completely able to, uh, like, adjust to life as the quote-unquote opposite sex of the body that he previously inhabited. Um, And there's also mention of another character called the Corsair, and uh, in the conversation about the Corsair, there's pronoun flip-flopping, depending on time of reference talking about the person. Did you
0: see season 10? No. I know that there was a little
1: bit more expansion on it, but there's a conversation exactly about that with
0: Bill and Peter Capaldi's character and John Simms' master who um, finds out, obviously, that he's going to regenerate into a, into a female body. And so he says, something to the effect of, oh, is the future going to be all girl? And Peter Capaldi's doctor says, we can only hope. And there's a conversation before where he's talking to Bill about the master and he says, um, back when he was a little boy or something like that. And Bill says... Yeah. And, and yeah, and then he says, and so he, I think the doctor says, I think he was a, good, I think I think I think she was a, I think she was a boy then. I'm pretty sure I was too, implying that that this kind of doesn't matter for them, like it's just a shell basically. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Um, so. so the reason that we're bringing it up in this podcast is that people keep trying to bring this into the conversation about trans people. And, like, I kind of get it on the base facts of, like, this is a character who literally regenerates as a different sex, but yeah, it's, like, so completely irrelevant. Like, I, I posted a status as a joke because it just randomly occurred to me, um, in all caps, um, Time Lords are agender space rocks. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't even watch Steven Universe and I'm like, I I know enough to make the jokes. Yeah. Um, But it's frustrating for me because people keep asking like, what, how do I, how do I refer to them in the past? And it's like, you refer to them as whatever sex they were at the time of that regeneration because they clearly don't care that much. And like, I had some conversation I was watching unfold that was like, but was the doctor assigned male at birth? And, like, that's canon that when he was, like, seven years old, yeah, he was a boy. But, like, literally... We don't know before
0: that. We don't know if he was a girl before that or anything. I, I mean, think we, that assume... we can safely
1: assume that he did not we... regenerate based it's on the pre- fact that we kept it's count. Pre-
0: yeah, it's pretty established canon that William Harnell is the doctor's first body. Yeah. So we can assume that, but Peter Capaldi's doctor makes reference sort of to the fact that, like, he doesn't remember what gender he was in those, like, back then. Because so, it wouldn't
1: have mattered anyway, but I'm, I'm saying that we've been shown in the show a young boy twice. I
0: don't... I say it doesn't matter is a bit, because in um, the season nine finale, the doctor shoots the general, who is a time lord, and the general, was shot in a male body, wakes up in a female... Regenerates in a female body, and makes a comment about... Um, um, like, that that was, her, that was her only male body, and she said, how do you cope with the ego? So obviously, like, it They notice, and it does matter a little bit. But they don't care. The gender's basically fluid for them, and they don't give a shit. But yeah, it's all they, about the they, body. It affects them on a personal way, but
1: yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's kind of like you know the Corsair needing to have that same tattoo on every body, or it didn't feel like it was his body uh no matter what gender. Like it they place yeah. more importance on like their names, for example, than they do like yeah. their physical bodies because their physical bodies are transient. The, it, yeah, they definitely. don't need to be attached to them and they don't need their identities to be wrapped up in their bodies. And we've been shown on the show that it's kind of bad when you're as when you as a time lord get wrapped up in the identity that you've created in a particular regeneration, like, we see this with Tennant, because there was a willful well, regeneration. <laughs> yeah, there's a willful regeneration back into David Tennant, and then the explicit statement of, I don't want to go at the end of his p- performance. So, yeah. it, it, you know, regardless of what personality traits, I think that for Time Lords, it can just be, in general, unhealthy and unsafe to become attached to the character traits of any one body and also like you know he's obsessed with being ginger he wants to be ginger at least once and it's never happened and like honestly i'm more upset about that <laughs> like than anything rupert grint would make a good doctor i i my vote is for
0: tim minchin tim minchin's not an actor though really yeah he is i mean he's yeah, on broadway I guess, yeah I like guess that's where I he
1: started he started as a theater actor and I then like now tim minchin, he's back in
0: it but i don't think that would ever happen
1: no, I don't think um, it would ever happen. I'm just saying that's who I think should be the doctor.
0: Oh, Rupert Grint, Dev Patel, and Hayley Atwell.
1: I don't know who the other two are.
0: Uh, Dev Patel was the guy from Slender Millionaire. He was in Skins and Chappie and stuff like that. He's a British dude of, um, South, of South Asian descent with okay. a very nice beard. He's very attractive. And um, Hayley Atwell was um, Agent Carter. Okay, from um, off of Agent Carter and Captain America and stuff like that. Yeah, and she's pretty cool. Hi I Met I'll Your Mother. Which which what what was she a woman? That? Which I, one? I th- I mean I'm
1: I think, or no, no no no. Are you talking about the? Never mind. I don't care.
0: <laughs> Let's no, get back on no, topic. That sage. That's, that's um. That's not. That's not Agent Carter. Kobe Smolders character. That's fuck. What's her name? Maria Hill.
1: Okay, cool. Anyway, because I'm a Marvel.
0: F- I'm a Marvel nerd too. Sorry. Um... That's like... <laughs> uh, do you yeah. have any thoughts on on the the
1: transgender conflation with Doctor Who? Do you think that this is like opening up a dialogue in a positive way, or do, are you more annoyed by it? Or like, what's your take? Like, clearly, I'm more annoyed than anything by it.
0: Um, I don't. I'm not too. I don't. I don't understand. Uh, I was just annoyed by the sexism rather than the conflation with that. And a lot of people got super sexist once this news came out. They're saying a lot of horrible things about women and stuff like that. Um, because of course they did. It's the internet. Um, mm-hmm. But the first thing, one of the first things I, I did when I when I found out that the doctor was a woman was say, was make make the joke of like, oh, the doctor's trans now. Um, he's he's not. She's not. Yeah. You know, but. It's a easy it. joke
1: to make as a trans person.
0: Yeah, that's I one think thing. honestly, if this can open up a dialogue that makes people more accepting of trans people, which I doubt it, doubt it will in million different ways. I can't express how much how little I think it's gonna happen. But yeah. if it does, that's to be a good thing. Obviously, it's it's nice to have a female lead in Doctor Who. Like I've been waiting for that for fucking ages. Mm-hmm. Like. I love Pete Capaldi, and I think season 10 might be the best season of Doctor Who ever. Don't lynch me. Um,
1: I didn't watch it. Well...
0: It's fucking fucking amazing. It's the, the, one of the only new Who seasons with a satisfying finale. Like... Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> Peter Capaldi was great. Um, th- this is the first time I've actually been excited about a Doctor Who regeneration, even though I did like Pete Capaldi. I think Matt Smith was kind of overrated. And also a little too young... Um, See, that's also,
1: why I, I'm not for Rupert Grint because he's younger than Matt Smith even
0: He won't be by the time Jodie Whittaker's run is finished
1: I guess, in like four yeah. years
0: Yeah, Dev Patel will be better anyway but <laughs> he's not even, I don't think he'd ever do it but I want Dev, I'd like Dev Patel to doctor um, No, I I get it I get why it's coming up, especially because transgender issues is are kind of hot button right now Mm-hmm. And good, they should be. We need to be moving forward on that front, um, but I don't think it's worth getting angry about. And I say that mainly because I haven't been exposed to people talking about it like that. Maybe if I had, if I had had um, exposure to the opinions that you had exposure to during that time, I'd feel differently. But I, I don't really. I, I don't think I don't think it harms anyone for us to be talking about the doctor like they're trans. That can only help oh, no. trans people.
1: I'm not angry, but, I'm just irritated. Yeah, but the, like the, because the, the, it it is a step forward for women, yeah. and that's the thing is that this is a step against sexism. This is a step against like what would it be referred to, like the glass ceiling. This is not the cotton ceiling. We're not talking yeah. about trans issues. Like it's a like, seriously having a woman play the doctor is a specifically sexism oriented issue and it is becoming a transgender adjacent issue, even though the, I feel those two topics should not necessarily overlap. Like, if, it, like, it, to some people, it's made it easier to explain, like, you know, uh, I'm, you're not losing me as a friend or anything like that. Like, consider it kind of like the doctor regenerating into a new body. And uh, so I'm still me on the inside, but, you know, it's different. Like, people have literally used the doctor to help explain they're being trans yeah so i obviously there are some parallels but i just wish that people who were not schooled in the dialogue would stop trying to make the conflations because like like oh my god we just don't need it right now there's so many other things going on let it be a shit show about women
0: and not drag us into it this one time please sure i mean it was inevitable that it was going to come up yeah and I wouldn't be surprised if they make some sort of offhand joke about it next season. In fact, I'm almost certain they will. Mm-hmm. but um, Just because that's the way it works. And Doctor Who, like, I'm not worried about the way Doctor Who's going to portray it either, if, even if they did, because it's, since it came back in um, 2005, 2004?
1: I think it was 2005.
0: Yeah, it's been a very socially progressive show. Um, there's been, like, Captain Jack was in season one, he's pansexual um bill is i think a lesbian. That he's clara omnisexual was, yeah sure um, <laughs> <laughs> um clara was bisexual bill is oh, a lesbian you know. i missed out on that
1: i didn't watch yeah. any of the most recent season though like i was like i just don't care anymore i guess oh, i got really ten, tired of clara she started out as my favorite and then i hated her and i had she's not nothing season to 10 do with the season show. 10
0: is so good so
1: no i know she dies kind of sort of i guess i hear kind
0: of kind of ish not really, but... It's been yeah.
1: explained to me. I just and don't Doctor want it. The Doctor Who
0: equivalent it. of dying. Which yeah. Which never happened. Yeah. As, as dead as you get in Doctor Who, basically. That
1: means that it's the same thing that's happened to her twice. Just the second time it actually stuck.
0: She from, did from what die I gather. in the episode where she was a Victorian lady.
1: Well, she's died over and over and over and over and over again. Anyway, this is not... And then
0: she was a Dalek.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is that she has lived every lifetime many thousands of times over. And that that's why that's like why I ultimately came to hate her character, not like necessarily anything wrong with Clara or the actress or her portrayal. um, But especially after that, like that was the one instance where everything that I hated about Doctor Who's treatment of women culminated where there are so many women whose lives are completely and entirely devoted and wrapped up in the doctor like marie antoinette and uh, fucking ah queen the redhead amy mm. D- do what elizabeth
0: queen elizabeth oh queen yeah
1: queen elizabeth too yeah also um but like amy like her childhood was suffused with the doctor and all that like and Ray river song's smarter. whole story arc is like Yet another woman whose entire life story from the time that she was literally born, in some cases, yeah. <laughs> intertwined and dependent on this man. And I'm, I, I just like got River so Song, tired of it. I love her as a character. Like, I mean, I kind of s- wish that they hadn't.
0: If you haven't what? watched the recent ones, did you see the husbands of River Song?
1: No, I like That's- the last the last I saw of River Song was the Tracks of His Tears.
0: Okay, that's l- legitimately my top three Doctor Who episodes of all time.
1: Okay, Midnight is, like, my number one fave.
0: Midnight's fucking incredible. It's I'll so good. It. I want to yeah. do
1: it as a, like, one-act play. It would be so hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Midnight, Husbands of River Song. Um, Probably a, there's going to be another one in there somewhere. Blink. I like Blink, but I don't think it's as good as Midnight. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, one of, actually, um, the most recent, um, the, not the season, the season finale of the, the season 10, if you put them all, one episode will also be in, my, in there, like, really high. And this is the thing, like, with, this is a good thing about Bill, because, because she's gay, and she has no romantic interest, no, she has no romantic interest in him, and they're just mates, uh-huh. like, you know, where, the, where Donna was? Yeah. With Tennant, like, that's what you want, you want just a good friend. And Especially
1: that's, because Capaldi's doctor is, like, 3,000 years old now.
0: I mean, he's kind of, like, two billion years old.
1: Has it gotten that far now?
0: Kind of. If you see the season nine finale, you know what I'm talking about.
1: But well, I thought kind I watched of season kind of nine. Finale,
0: apparently not.
1: I mean, he spends a lot of time on that one planet, but I thought it was just, like, a thousand years or two.
0: Are you talking about Matt Smith when he died? Yeah. Yeah, that's not season nine. Um, okay. That's season
1: seven. So he's, he's just drastically aged even further. Great. Well, great. no, no, no. no he, didn't rem-
0: he, didn't, he didn't remember the time, though. <sighs> but good. Moffat does this, because, like, David Tennant was like, oh, yeah, I'm 902, i 903, and then suddenly Matt Smith's like, "Now I'm 2,000 years old, I've been this one forever, and I'm the best, and I'm, I'm Stephen Moffat, and I have a giant willy, you know. Oh, I-
1: <laughs> God. I cannot wait to get him just out of my fandoms. Yeah, my fandoms.
0: Good, he writes amazing episodes, though. You have to give him that. Some of his episodes are incredible.
1: Some of his storytelling is rather compelling. Yeah, like the uh, the origin of River Song is extremely compelling. Those two episodes.
0: Yeah, and the um, husband of River Song is really good too. Um, okay. The Empty Child as well from season one. Uh, that, oh, I didn't
1: know that he wrote that. Yeah, it's that's amazing. a good episode. Are you my mummy? I love the callback during Tenant's run. Yeah. Season three, I think that was. I can't remember. I th- it was during Martha, so it would have been season three.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, me. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah. Doctor Who is pretty good. Um, Doctor Who's pretty good. stuff is getting heard. It'll happen. The conversation will happen. Hopefully, Doctor Who will be nice about it because it's very socially progressive. Um, usually, and because Breaking they've had out. the Missy thing, they know how to do it. There's precedent. He's a fucking alien from space with two hearts who is immortal and has a time machine. I don't think that changing genders, which is also a thing you can do if you're a human, is something to get angry about. Yep. Those are my and that's if my it makes it cents. easier
1: for you to understand trans things, then fine. If it leads you to just f- switching pronouns properly, then good. I'm glad, but like. Don't lean on the show to show you what transness is supposed to look like because they're not at all related, unless you make these esoteric comparisons because of our current climate and culture. Yes, and that's all I have. That's all I had to say about that. Just stop conflating the issues and be glad that it's a win for women. Also, win against sexism. Back. Um, Can we have Captain Jack but with a different actor? Do you not like John Barrowman? Did you not hear what happened recently?
0: No. Yeah, you're going to,
1: we're going to talk about No, you know what? We're on the podcast right now. We're going to talk about it right now. Yeah, do it. I apologize for my keyboard. That's the sound of research. That is the sound <laughs> of research. This is the sound of very, very intense research. Okay, I don't want to speak to this. Wow, that is not what I wanted to look at at all. Um, did, 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 did you did, get did, dick pics? No, I didn't get dick pics. Quite. <laughs> um, okay, so John Barrowman, who we know was in Rent and such, uh, apparently earlier this week this this is stamped July twenty first uh, earlier this week went to an event at Comic Con uh, in a Tardis dress. You know, like there's a lot of different Tardis dresses. Uh, yeah. it's, it's one that's above the knees for him. And he pirouetted on stage shouting, I'm so dizzy right now. I totally blinged myself out. I'm the transgender TARDIS. And this is not the first time that he has said some stupid shit regarding trans people. And actually he has said some trans misogynistic things before. This is just yeah. a very current example of yet another cis gay man being insensitive about it and literally doing the wearing trans as a costume, I am a man in a dress, like, literally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, I have yeah. mixed feelings about
1: it. I don't want to 100% be like bad John Berriman, but I'm like, this Like, is not the first time that you've done this type of he's,
0: thing. He's far from Jermaine Greer, to be fair, so that's all the like.
1: <laughs> Jermaine Greer. I don't remember who that is.
0: She's a second wave feminist who's very anti-trans. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) That's the
0: thing. Doctor Who. Questions. Send us more questions at transatlanticpod at gmail.com. Twitter, transatl, podcast, Facebook, transatlanticpod, probably. Um, I fucked up. Will you finally Wait,
1: the, get the Patreon up? <laughs>
0: yeah. Because I'm done messing with it. So when we're good to go... Oh, my we God. We launch that?
1: I, okay, I'm going to have to look at it now.
0: <sighs> anyway, we mess, should have mm, that I, launched. Yeah. If I need to mess, mess with stuff more again, just let me know and I will. Because this, li- cool. this is legit listeners. This is entirely my fault that we haven't had the Patreon for so long. This is entirely on me. And I'm very sorry that you can't give us money yet. But you might yeah. be able to. But then you listen to us?
1: It'll be patreon.com slash transatlantic if you're interested in looking at the Patreon page for this
0: podcast. Excellent. And also patreon.com slash Luxander if you want to give Lux any money just for Lux things. Um, music by any, George Gadd. Music, George Gadd, run away, buy it. He's a good dude. Um, he, he, uh, his glasses are nice. He's, he, <laughs> he, he smells like a person. Um, <laughs> Um, What else did I need to say? Probably nothing. Um, Come find us. Tell us that we're sexy and nice people. Um, Compliment our hair. Tell us we smell good. And give us money. Uh, um, (laughs) Mostly
1: um, mostly that last bit.
0: (laughs) Mostly the last one. I am going to go get on a coach at 4am today so wish me luck in your heads for something that's already happened because i've got my <laughs> surgery meeting with a with a surgeon in london on monday
1: yeah. i don't know what kind of surgery so maybe not uh, the, i don't know
0: the one where they do the thing with the genitals cool that one
1: we'll talk about that later i'm sure
0: yeah we can we can yeah we can talk about the consultation stuff because i think there's not actually that much information out on it and i And if I'm and have always I've been looking for ages for pe- pe- people talking about what it was like, and no one is. So yeah, we can get. So
1: into tune th- in for that shit.
0: Subscribe
1: yeah. or whatever. Sh-
0: shit is the word. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we have, have got no videos for. Uh, <laughs> let us know um, questions, suggestions, comments, concerns. Um. Yeah. If you want If you want more of our faces. You can't get that here. But if you want more <laughs> of our voices, we'll be here again. Um, Sometime in the future. In the future land where the, the Doctor past. Who is a woman, the snowflake. I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay bye, everybody. Side, in an old with the With a night on your side. And during this break, while Kat is not wearing her headphones, she might cut this out later, but she might not. So on the off chance that she doesn't, I'm just going to sit here and talk to you about the importance of acoustic foam and why uh, egg cartons work a little bit, but they also kind of don't work. Uh, Mostly they're just less aesthetically pleasing. I kind of like having a wall of black triangular shapes on my wall and uh, it's pretty red and I also have to say the photography lights are pretty awesome and so are pictures of cats and so are rainbow flags and I'm totally not just describing things around the area that I'm sitting, no, 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 my friends. This is very important work that I'm doing. Oh.